Happy Friday, everybody. I hope you're doing super well. We're at the weekend again, so congratulations. I hope you enjoyed Wednesday's episode. And let's jump straight into what's going on today because there is big news and, frankly, celebratory news for my friends over in the US who are sick of the potential alleged Biden crime family because House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who has been doing a lot of talking regarding impeaching Sleepy Joe, has finally called for an official impeachment inquiry into the so-called president's alleged misconduct. Now, it's important to note that this took place on Tuesday the 12th of September, so just a few days ago, and as of now, Friday the 15th, or Thursday the 14th, which is when I am filming this, the inquiry hasn't been formally launched, but McCarthy is calling for it. About time, and let's hope it does get launched. This is what Speaker McCarthy had to say. Eyewitnesses have testified that the president joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions. Dinners resulted in cars and millions of dollars into his son's and his son's business partners. We know that bank records show that nearly $20 million in payments were directed to the Biden family members and associates through various shell companies. The Treasury Department alone has more than 150 transactions involving the Biden family and other business associates that were flagged as suspicious activity by U.S. banks. Even a trusted FBI informant has alleged a bribe to the Biden family. Biden used his official office to coordinate with Hunter Biden's business partners about Hunter's role in Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company. Finally, despite these serious allegations, it appears that the president's family has been offered special treatment by Biden's own administration, treatment that not otherwise would have received if they were not related to the president. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. And they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. So it's easy to call for the impeachment of our political opponents just because we don't like them. But asking what they have actually done, asking why they should be impeached is very, very important. Because ultimately what we are doing here is looking for the whole truth, the only truth, and nothing but the truth. Well, let's take a look at what it was McCarthy referenced there in relation to the potential Biden family's crimes. Well, there's the phone calls between the suspicious Hunter Biden and his business partners that witnesses claim Biden sat in on, as well as the, quote, casual conversations that Devon Archer claims took place, but not business ones, apparently, between Joe hunter and potential business partners slash clients as well as the alleged connection to hunter's ukrainian business partners all of which could have harbored millions of dollars for hunter biden and the biden family but that all seems pretty okay i mean not a reason to get him in trouble just speaking to hunter's business partners right potentially 
Well, this is, of course, the business that the Washington Post claims gained $7 million for the Biden crime family that allegedly came from foreign entities who Hunter was doing business with. Still not entirely illegal. But then, of course, there are the multiple, various suspicious activity reports that have been filed by banks in regard to said foreign transactions that Hunter and his business partners engaged in. But don't look at them. You're not allowed to look at them. Goodness, no, there's absolutely no evidence to suggest any corruption. This is just politically motivated attack. (laughs) Not to mention other evidence like, you know, potential emails. Then there's the claim of Ukrainian bribery, but the facts of that case contain deficiencies, according to Forbes, so we'll see what happens there. But if you didn't quite get suspicious enough with everything I've just mentioned, if you think that that is absolutely, raises absolutely no suspicion whatsoever, then maybe you'll find it interesting or suspicious that the Biden crime family are telling the media to go easy on them. Yes, The New York Post reports that President Biden's White House has told America's news organizations, including CNN, The New York Times and, of course, Fox News, to, quote, ramp up their scrutiny of House Republicans for opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies, quote, and a lack of evidence. Well, that is for sure up for debate, lies and a lack of evidence. Of course, they're going to say that. And I can tell you for a fact that real journalists should already scrutinise everything that they get told to get to the complete truth. And that involves scrutinising the very idea that Biden is calling for things to be scrutinised. Because I feel, call me a conspiracy theorist, but that's kind of suspicious. So to conclude, McCarthy alleges, quote, there are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction and corruption, and they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. Forbes also reports that 80, or sorry, 61% of Americans believe Biden meddled in his son's business dealings, and 42% believe he broke the law and did so illegally. So may this come out if it is the case, and let's hope their investigation begins. I am, of course, calling for it. Now let's hop overseas to the UK, where I am, of course, sadly. I really want to come to you one day, America, for this next story. Vaping. Wow, my generation really is obsessed. And I actually haven't discussed it enough on this show because I do have opinions on it for sure. In fact, some of my friends even vape, some people I know, and I'm sure they won't mind me saying, they won't mind me sharing the view that I've had for some time, which is that I find it incredibly uncool, incredibly unfashionable. I find it so unattractive. and It's just such a shame that Now, it is honestly a surprise when you see a teenager or a member of Gen Z without a vape. Like, it truly is. It it really is. You see them in the street and you're like, hold on a second. Where's all the smoke? Like, you you mean I see a teenager and there's no smoke? Like, it... It's so sad. It's just such a trend. I haven't seen anything that is such a big trend. Like, they gotta have that smoke to signal how awesome they are, right? Yeah, right. Um, So yeah, I find it stupid. I find it pathetic. And I do believe that potentially in a decade's time, there will be things coming out on vapes showing that they actually are not great. So I'm not a fan. 
Which is why, with all that taken into consideration, it may surprise you when I say I do not support the fact that ministers are now planning to ban or call in for a ban on single-use vapes in the UK over fears of child addiction, as they are supposedly marketed towards teenagers more than adults in many high streets shops etc and i agree that they are marketed to teenagers i really do and i also agree that marketing to youngsters when it comes to vapes is completely unacceptable and unethical but guess what i do not support the banning of them if you want to stop or reduce it then you number one force companies to change their packaging styles and advertising schemes and number two controversially perhaps You foster and promote better parenting. Banning them, however, will likely do more harm than good, as it will only cause the market to combust, and therefore what happens? Well, of course, the market of vaping turns criminal. I'll explain what I mean. If a teenager is addicted to vaping, guess what? They're not going to stop vaping, or at least many of them are not going to stop vaping just because you put a phony law in place. They're only going to turn to drug dealers who now sell the vapes and more criminal organisations will form as if we don't have enough of them already, leading to more prison cells being taken up and more taxpayer funds going down the drain. It's like guns. I'm sure US viewers watching now will understand this, especially if you're more right wing. You will understand when it comes to the Second Amendment, the left Democrats often call for the banning or the prevention of firearms because they say it will prevent or reduce gun violence. But what they don't acknowledge is that, of course, it won't, because if a criminal wants to commit violence, they're not going to worry about a law when it comes to obtaining the firearm because they are a criminal. So the only people you stop obtaining the firearms are law-abiding citizens. And it's a similar thing that applies here. A ban of vapes is not the right route to go down as it will only lead to more criminality and potentially even more harm as it's no longer, you know, medical professionals or industries not that I trust them wholeheartedly, but it's no longer them making the vapes or professionals making the vapes, but it's random drug dealers on the streets who can fill them with whatever substances they wish. So, no, I don't support vaping. I I really don't. I think it's such an unfashionable trend and I'm disappointed in my generation, frankly. But guess what? Banning single-use vapes like ministers are calling for is just another example of government reaching their hands too far into the lives and into the free market. It's called the free market for a reason. So, shoo. Bye-bye. And that is all I have to say today. So, I will round up now. Um, I hope you've had, I hope you've enjoyed the discussions. And I will see you next Monday for more discussions, more stories, more truth bombs at 9pm on X, which is, of course, formerly Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Please give it a like if so. And thank you so much, my friends, for watching. Have a beautiful weekend.